Welcome to Hustle and Shine with your girl, Jazzy Cash. You're in for the 13th episode of Hustle and Shine with Heart of the Hustler. And we're going to be talking about how we can balance our energies and find our perfect match. Today's topic is match my energy. We're going to be talking about finding the yin to your yang, but also balancing out your yin and your yang so that you can live a more productive and balanced life. Today, I'm going to be shouting out a diamond that is just so magnificent. She shines so bright to light the way for so many other gems. And I'm going to have her talk with us later. She has conquered so much in her journey. And she's going to talk with you guys quickly. She's really busy. So we're going to see if we can grab her later on in the show. But before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to all of the lovers today. Today's Valentine's Day. Um, I know today's Wednesday, but we're recording this on Monday, on Valentine's Day, because we want to embrace all the love that's in the air as we talk about creating a union that's going to last because you are solid within yourself and balanced and with your perfect match. So let's find out how you're going to do that. But first, I want to talk about some of the ways that gender and energies get confused. A lot of times we think men and women because that's the gender. But when you break it all down, it really boils down to masculine and feminine energies. Men and women have masculine and feminine energy. All of us have to balance those energies on a daily basis, being positive and negative. That's where you get those terms like toxic masculinity or negative females. You know, you don't want to be like that. So you want to try to balance. You're definitely going to have a little bit of both at certain times of your days. But it's all about trying to maintain that balance and being self-aware and accountable because that's the word of the month. You want to be accountable for your own self and know how to turn that on and off when you need to. So first, I want to talk about some of the traditional ways that we look at masculine and feminine or some people who aren't more aware of energy, say men and women. So traditionally, you know, they say women are the ones that are supposed to cook. Men are the ones that are supposed to eat. When it comes down to dressing, normally men can't wear skirts and women can't wear pants. We're talking about like 50 years ago, you know, this was how life was for everyone. So this is kind of rooted into our society. This is the way that we naturally look at things. But it's the misconception of whether that is a masculine or a manly trait or feminine or a female trait. So we got to get an understanding of the difference between masculine and men and feminine and women. So we're going to get more into that as we uncover some of the misconceptions about genders and how we can create a more balanced, equal um, society, pretty much. So a lot of times when it comes down to like aggression, they say women aren't supposed to show anger. Only men can show anger. If you are angry as a woman, then you that's a negative trait. That's not true. So what? It really comes down to is men and women have to know what works for them, especially when you're in a relationship with somebody. What may work in your relationship may not work in somebody else's relationship simply because it comes down to the energies that those two people have. The energies that work in your relationship may not work in somebody else's because you all are two different people, 
two different lifestyles and you know that's why when we're dating we have to be very selective of the type of people not just their characters but really their energies and can you guys balance each other out on a day-to-day -day basis so um i have some more ways but pretty much like you know it's, it's kids they say boys have to play outside girls play with dogs and you know men can't cry and things like that we all heard about them some of the ways that i want to change your mindset on how we look at that is like i said what works for you when it comes down to cooking it should be who cooks and who eats should be based on you each other's strengths. So if you're with someone who can't cook that well, it's not a matter of, oh, you're a woman, so you should be the one cooking. If he's a better cook, then maybe he should be the one that's cooking because that's what's going to work for your relationship. You shouldn't be having to stress each other out about, oh, you're the man, so you're supposed to be doing this because that's not something that he's strong in. Some men do have more feminine traits it doesn't make him less of a man it just makes him more necessary to need somebody to balance that out for him so that you guys can have a balanced relationship and we'll go over in a second some of the traits that feminine energies have and some of the traits that masculine energies have so another way that we can create some more harmony in our, our relationship is changing our mindset about the way that we work um, pretty much you have to do what works for your relationship. Not always is the woman going to be the nurturer and the man be the provider. As sometimes it may require that the man be the nurturer at, you know, and the woman has to provide. It all depends on, like I said, your relationship, what works for you, what you guys need on a day-to-day -day basis to make sure everybody is getting the balanced day-to-day -day life. Um, so yeah. In order to uncover these not these traditional ways, we have to um, figure out how to promote more gender equality in our society. Because, like I said, these things are enrooted in us for years. This has been a man's world. We've been living in a man's world. And if you notice, a lot more women are rising up in power. A lot more women are in male-dominated industries. So with that platform that we have now it's important for us women to understand the role that we're in as leaders because we have to balance that energies in order to get men to really conform to this new way of life we can't just expect them to follow us unless we're capable of leading and in order to lead you have to be balanced so let's get into like what are some of the traits of feminine and masculine energies so remember, we're not talking about men and women. We're talking about a man and a woman with masculine and feminine energy. So for instance, you have a woman with masculine and feminine energy. On her feminine side, we're talking about a positive woman. A positive woman is going to be patient, sensitive, devoted, responsible, appreciative. And then on her more masculine side, she's going to be strong, confident, firm, forceful, carefree. Those are the traits most likely of a hustler. People like us, the women that are hustling and shining, you're going to be a positive female energy. You're going to radiate that positivity. So patience, sensitive, devoted, responsible, appreciative, strong, confident, firm, forceful, and carefree. That's kind of what you're aiming for. However, you're going to lean sometimes on the negative side just because that's life. 
that's just the balance that you're going to try to maintain. So there may be some aspects of timidness, weakness, needs approval, dependent, nervous on your negative feminine side, on your negative masculine side. Sometimes you may be aggressive, bossy, sarcastic, rude, or feel superior. And that's just that balance of the energies you have to do. On your feminine side, you want to balance not being too, you know, you're going to be patient, but you want to don't want to be timid to where you're afraid to take charge. Um, you want to be sensitive, but you don't want to be weak at any sign of pressure. You know what I mean? You want to be devoted to something so that you don't really need approval. You know what I mean? Sometimes you may want some feedback, but as a as your feminine energy, you don't really need approval. You are responsible for yourself and when you're on your negative side, you may feel a little bit more dependent and that's okay. You know, it's just a part of balancing all of that out. And that's where it comes into play where you're going to be in a relationship with somebody because they will help you balance that out. So for a typical, some of the typical relationship standards are you may have two dominant energies. So two people that are on the extremes of their energies. So that would mean somebody who's extremely mad, a woman who's extremely masculine and a man who's extremely feminine. It could work and there would be a lot of passion, a lot of chemistry and all of that, but it would lack a lot of meaning, a lot of depth. They wouldn't really have a lot of conversations because they're both so active and they want to take charge and they want to, you know, it's just, they need to have some more balance to it so that it's a stable connection. Because you don't want two people on two extremes where they're not able to tap into some of that other aspects of each other that may show up. So if I'm extremely feminine, I may be turned off by some man who is extremely feminine on that day if I'm not able to tap into my more masculine side. So the main, um, what you're aiming for is two people who are close together on the scale. So if you're a woman who is more masculine, it's best for you to be with a male who's more feminine energy. If you're with, if you're a woman with more feminine, it's going to be better for you to be with a man who has more dominant masculine energy. So what that would look like, if you're a woman with more feminine energy, you're patient, you're sensitive, you're devoted, and your man is... Um, if you're feminine, your man is masculine, then he's going to be very strong, confident, firm, forceful, and carefree. So together, you guys can take action, but also balance and support each other. Because as he's being confident and forceful, you're responsible, you're appreciative, and together you guys work through all your issues. And you're not timid, you're not weak, you don't need approval because he's confident. You know, he's not going to need somebody that's going to be dependent upon what he thinks because in his mind you should already know that you know so you gotta you guys when you're with someone and it's going to vary with everybody's relationship because everybody is ultimately always changing and always adapting so that's where it just comes down to understanding that love is energy in its purest form so you just have to be yourself you have to be in tune with the energy that you're putting out there but also be with somebody who can do the same thing so that you guys can intuitively know when one person needs to lead, one may need to follow and vice versa.
So some of the ways that we can do that in our households is to share the household chores and childcare equally. You know, we shouldn't put more pressure on one person. It should be definitely, um, there's another topic, but just communicating with your partner so that you know what's going to work for you. But that's some of the ways that we can promote more equality in our relationships and stop with this gender bias, because ultimately that's going to hold us back. We need to understand both sides of the penny so that we can make change. We need to understand that in order to run a business, it's not just men that can run a business. You're also going to need that feminine aspect so that you can actually make progress. That's the thing, the yin and yang. You want to find the yin to your yang in any type of relationship because that's what life is all about. Everything is not always good. Everything is not always bad. And it's all about balance. So the some of the things that we can also do is in, in the workplace is to, is to support mothers and parents, not just women, but parents. Sometimes we have single fathers. We have absent mothers, you know, there's times when we need to give more support to men in the workplace as well. So we just want to create more equality on all aspects in your relationship, in the workplace, in society, in itself. And uh, we don't, we, we don't want to entertain any chauvinist or racist attitudes in the workplace or in society in itself, because racist, racism um, I believe stems back to like men having control over the world. Like, you know, that is definitely a manly trait in history, racism. Um, there was even racism amongst racists. So that's something, a whole nother topic, but we don't want to support anything like that because that is in direct, you know, opposition to what we want, which is equality. And to help women gain more power, we're going to need to listen and to reflect on what we're saying, listen to what the women are um, needing to be heard and to be recognized, as well as the men. We both, we all just need to listen to each other. We need to reflect on what's being said, not just responding just to get a, re a reaction or to just to say something. We need to actually reflect on what people are saying and see how we can incorporate men and women's ideals into our plans, into our businesses, into our leaderships. And of course, higher diversity. So different races, different uh, men and women, um, just because it may be typically a man's role, you can feel a woman in that position because if we're basing it off of skills rather than um, gender, you're going to be able to see exactly what that person's capable of you don't have to judge them based off of society. And of course, we're going to need to bridge the pay gap. So that's one of the main topics that a lot of people are seeing with gender inequality, that they're not paying men and women the same for the same types of jobs. So if we start hiring men and women for the same types of jobs, ultimately, it's going to be very clear if they're paying somebody more because you're supposed to all have the same skills, you know, so we want to stop. Um, paying men more than women or putting women in roles that you think only men can do or men in roles that you think only women can do. Like if a man wants to be a secretary, he should be able to be a secretary or a nurse without somebody judging him. Like that's a woman's job. So I talk about all of this because I do have our second book of the Diamond Riders coming out. It's called Beneath the Crown. I 
am talking all about how women are now dominating male-dominated industries. As a child growing up, I didn't see a lot of women in power. Only thing I can honestly say that I saw a woman doing professionally that men can do was like sports, basketballs. That was something that I really looked up to when I was a young child. I love to see the women playing basketball because I didn't know women could actually play basketball. I didn't know, you know, this is the early 90s. Not too many women were doing things that men could do, that in society that was just frowned upon. So that's something that I've always been interested in is being a woman to show other young women that you can do jobs that men can do and you should do it well. Don't think that just because you're a woman that, oh, they should just give me this job because other women don't do this job. You have to actually do the job well. So, you know, just understand that you can do anything you put your mind to. You don't have to limit yourself to being a woman or being a man you don't have to limit yourself to what society thinks that we're supposed to be doing you know and and it's been seen that in countries that have better gender equality they have a better society you know their people are healthier they have a better overall well-being so we need to introduce that into our lifestyles in america stop with the gender wars stop with the men versus women masculine versus feminine because it's just like where we live united we are together we're stuck together whether we like it or not so the best thing to do is to see how we can work together rather than working against each other and i have a guest here as i promised we're going to talk with imani this is going to be a short episode because i know she has to go but I just want her to tell you guys more about her journey of finding her perfect match, being with her love, the love of her life, her partner in life and business and everything, and how they're able to manage that on a day-to-day -day basis. What do they plan to do when they're married as far as balancing those energies? And I can just tell you a little bit before we bring her in, because I think she's here in the studio. We're going to... Um, bring her in, but I want to tell you guys, I love her relationship. I admire how they balance their energies. That's the one thing. If I don't say anything tonight, I love that how, you know, Imani's always been a boss and her fiance, David is just the most patient person and she's take charge, but I've seen how they've evolved over time and he, she allows him to take charge. She caters to him. She still treats him like a man. And he treats her like a woman. She still takes care of herself as a woman. He still does his manly things. But together, when the time is necessary, I notice. And that's something I probably never told her. I love how they're able to balance that out and keep each other, you know, in the right mindset, in the right energy. And I'm sure that plays a lot to do with how they accomplish so much because you want to make sure your energy is right. You don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who drains your energy because you're finding yourself having to step outside of your natural energy in order to accommodate somebody else's energy. Because when you're in a partnership, you're in a relationship, that's what it really is. That's what love is. Energy in its purest form. And we can only be ourselves. So... And when you find somebody, you can be yourself and y'all can balance each other out. That's beautiful. That is love. And I want you guys to meet my friend so you guys can hear all about it. Hey, Imani, let me add you into the studio. One second. 
Hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> Let's bring you a little closer. Okay. How are you today? I know it's Valentine's Day, and I'm in here. Got you talking to me about this, but I'm so happy that you made some time to talk because you are the perfect example of a boss, but a wife and a woman. So tell them how you do it. What is it like? And what do you have to say to other female bosses? Um, so first and foremost, I want to say thank you for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. I'm happy yeah. to be here. Um, so I did start my business about six, seven years ago before I met David. Um, so once I did meet David, he did help me start building props and, you know, doing deliveries. And it was tough in the beginning because as a man, they want to provide on their own. They want to bring in money on their own. They don't want to feel as if, you know, I am giving them the money. They're working for me. They don't, they don't want to feel like they're working for their girlfriend or their wife. They want to feel like they're making their own money and they can provide. So that was one um, obstacle we did have in the very beginning. Um, and that's just being a man in general. Um, but after a while, I was starting to show him the bigger picture um, of, you know, what we're working hard toward, you know, to get like together. So I didn't want, I didn't want him to think like, oh, you're working for me. Like we're working together. So that's one thing he will always have in the back of his head. Like, oh, this is your business. Like I'm working for you. So I always have to remind him like, no, we're working together. We're working for something. So after years went by, and, you know, I would always write on my whiteboard. I would always do my goals list and he would see how motivated, how persistent I was. Then he started to understand, okay, now I see. I love that. And I feel like that's what us as women have to do. That's why I want us to understand balance our energy. Sometimes we have to tap into that more masculine energy and lead. If he's not seeing the picture, you know, like, all right, I got to show you sometimes. And that seems to be a masculine energy, but, you know, it's necessary as women for us to tap into that sometimes, you know, when there's a bigger picture and he may not be able or strong enough to do that at that time. You can bring that out of him because I feel like men are naturally competitive. So women, when we do something, they want to show that they can do that, too. And if you really want a man to do something, sometimes you have to do it yourself and show him and then he'll kind of step in like, no, let me do it. You know? Yeah. So I think as women entrepreneurs, that's one of the skills that we have of like being leaders. And it helps us when dealing with any type of man because he's naturally going to want to compete and do better than you, you know? Exactly. Yeah keeps it going keeps everything moving and you don't necessarily as women we don't have to make it known that we're doing that but you know it's definitely good to know that that energy is inside of us to lead when necessary yes yeah, so yeah that's what i do a lot because in the beginning um he builds and still till today he builds a lot of my props and a lot of my inventory but as time went on um i'm very you know, a fast pace. I, when I want to get something done, I got to get it done. You know, I don't like waiting. So I started learning how to build props myself. And, you know, I would ask him questions. I would look at him. I wouldn't do a great job 
as he would do because, you know, he has to draw the blueprint out and he has to do measurements. Me, I'm just cutting some shit up and, you know, gluing it together. But um, but he saw my dedication and my persistence of, you know, me trying to get stuff done. So then he was like, okay, I'll help you. I'll do it, you know? So. Yeah. And that's, that's what it's, you guys are teaching each other. Like, what you're strong at, he may be weak at. And what you're weak at, he's strong at. And together, you guys teach each other. And eventually, it'll be strengths for both of you. And I think that's kind of what I'm talking about, too, with balancing strengths and weaknesses as well. Like, you're going to have to find somebody that maybe if you're not good at something, they are. So that when you are doing these partnerships and projects together, you guys can get it done without somebody feeling like they're not, you know, they're less than, you know, that's, you don't have to feel like that when you're with a partner, somebody who can get yes. with you. So I think that's important to dating. Um, if you're looking for somebody, find somebody that may not be just like you, but maybe compliments you. And I think that's what a lot of people, they look for somebody that is just like them. Instead of somebody's going to help them be better by complimenting them and helping them to build on those weaknesses to become strengths. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really believe we complement each other because, you know, as they say, opposites attract. But, you know, he has things that, you know, he can bring to the table and I have things that I can bring to the table and we complement each other. And that's how we built our empire. Exactly. You know, a lot of women or even men, too, they look for, oh, um, is this person making money or this person look good? And or, you know, it's not just about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that's what I, you know, I know David has always been a diamond in the rough. Like you've seen his potential and you have helped him to build his confidence to see it in himself. And I want to shout, that's why I'm shouting you guys out, because you both are diamonds and equal in your own right. And, you know, with you guys getting married, it's such a beautiful thing to me to see that finally you two are on the same level, knowing it in yourself, your confidence in yourself, knowing that without each other, you're not whole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You need David and Imani to build this whole empire. It's not just one of you. You built yeah. it together. And, and it took us six years, about six years. So ladies don't think it will happen overnight. <laughs> yeah. Like it was definitely some work and some progress. So, you know, a lot of people, they say, oh, you see potential in him. It's not about potential. Sometimes it is, you know, because you're not going to find that, you know, right person of all the qualities that you're looking for. So I decided to take, you know, I, I don't want to say risk, but, you know, as they say, oh, oh, if he has potential, no. But, you know, I saw that he had potential and, you know, me and him could be a good match and yeah. he could teach me things. I could teach him things. And again, it didn't happen overnight. We had to learn each other. We had to communicate a lot. And, you know, now we're in a space where we're on the same page. Right. Yes. And honestly, when people talk about marriage, that's what I honestly see as marriage. If you can make it down that aisle, that means that your energies 
are aligned you know what i mean because energy doesn't lie everything in life i believe happens for a reason so there's a reason why you guys are on this journey together and by the time you make it down the aisle you'll understand why you all went through everything you went through and that's why it's truly going to be a beautiful occasion um and i'm so happy you guys are letting everybody see this online um your journey not just in romance you know you guys are building an actual empire you have um your businesses your real estate your land that you own now so it's just beautiful to see black women um you know take the lead when necessary but also being able to be that woman to her man to understand that he's still the man he's still the king yeah. in your life and you know you just you just a badass woman you know yeah not <laughs> when you come across women like that they can just really make moves like this but that's what happens when you have a good woman by your side man you want to pick very wisely the type of woman what energy she has I hear so many men talk about, you know, a lot of women nowadays are very masculine. You know, they're too masculine to where you're going to necessarily, you're going to need a feminine man in order to really balance you. And if, I don't think a lot of women really want, want that type of man. Yeah. So you have to understand you're going to attract balance. You know, that's just how the universe is going to work. So you have to make sure that you are being what you want to attract. Not necessarily being that, but you want to be the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want a masculine man, be more feminine. If you do want a feminine man, some women do want that type of man. You just got to understand he's going to expect you to take the lead more. You, you can't be feminine so much because otherwise you guys are going to have a boring relationship. Nobody's going to want to take the charge. Nobody's going to be like, oh, let me step up because you're both feminine. So if you're wondering why you're having problems in your relationship and it's boring or y'all just not make, making no moves, it might be the energies in that relationship just aren't balanced enough to really push things along you know so <laughs> i mean i'm gonna talk uh more with this about amani because you weren't here but what do you think about gender roles and like how do you you know how does that affect you do you buy by the gender roles of society or are you more like ma you know non-traditional um i definitely like both sides I, I like traditional where you know if the wife wants to be at a at home mom and cook and clean and take care of the kids and take them to soccer practice um i i believe that's fine um as far as myself i think it would be a balance with me because i don't see myself doing that because i'm so active and I can't sit down for too long. Even though I know being at home mom, they're busy too because it's always something to do. They're running errands, they're washing clothes, they're cleaning the house, they're taking the kids here and there. So I know they're busy as well, but I, I just need to work. I like to be involved in more stuff and I, I still would wanna be um, that stay at home mom where, you know, I take the kids to um, practice or, um, you know, I'm at home cooking. But the thing, the difference with me is I, I would probably hire a housekeeper so I don't have to clean the house because, you know, I could be 
working, making more money while right. I pay a housekeeper to clean the house, or I don't need to cook dinner every night. I can, you know, hire a chef here and there right. or, you know, order yeah. it out. So you I can think still it's be a there balance. for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a balance, especially um, for me and my lifestyle. I'm not the one that just wants to sit at home or, you know, running a thousand miles all the time. I would definitely, um, as they say, time is money. So I would definitely pay to save some of my time to do things that I don't have to do. Right. And that makes a lot of sense too, where we can kind of help these gender roles, like outsourcing people to do some of those things. Because like you said, balancing your day-to-day life even though you are the woman that may be your responsibility doesn't mean that you technically have to do it. Like you can still hire someone within your roles in your home to do some of those roles. You know what I mean? I yeah. Because before. you exactly. Cause I can hire a housekeeper or a cook or a babysitter or, and me and my husband um, can spend more time together or me and my kids can, you know, go to one of their friend's birthday parties so it was just, it was just, it's just time is money. Basically, yeah. you don't have to be all hectic and running. By the time you get home, you're tired. And then you feel like you have to cook, you have to clean. And then there's no time to please your husband. And then that's right. when the, the marriage falls off and one person is not happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen a girl, like she posted, like if a guy, if my man can't be a handyman, I don't want him. And I'm like, I don't have a, I don't want a man that has time to be doing all handyman stuff. Like pay somebody. She's like, oh, that's embarrassing to have to pay someone. I'm like, um, no, it's not. No, that's not <laughs> embarrassing. If a handyman and we're so busy, I still pay someone to come do some of the handiwork around the house yeah. sometimes at the business. Right. Like you said, time is money. Like if, if I could, I would have someone do everything in my house and I just tend to my family, you know, and you can do that when you have the money and you have the means to do that. That's possible. So that's where a lot of these gender norms are going out the window because now women have more money, meaning households have more money. And as long as we can balance our households, we can have a man and a woman bringing in lots of money and you don't have to worry about these chores and these household things like just pay somebody. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Like if, if David has a time to fix something, he'll do it. Yeah. But most of the time we're so busy that he doesn't have the time for that. So he will do what he can do. And then I'll hire someone to do something else that I've been wanting done for a while. And right. then at the end of the day, we're still getting multiple things done and it saves us time. Right. Because things don't necessarily have to be seen as a luxury, you know, you can, if you can afford to live those things, it's not necessarily a luxury. You know, that's what happens when you have two people bringing in the income, two people contributing. It's not necessarily a luxury. Maybe a luxury if you're one home, one person household, but not when you have multiple incomes in your household. So that yeah. the goal is to build more incomes into your household rather than looking at that help that you need as a luxury. It's yeah. a necessity. So we need to start trying to build that into our lifestyles and take some of the ease and, the, and hopefully take away some of this gender inequality and gender biases that just aren't of today. We're in 2022. This is why this topic of even talking about masculine and feminine is so important because you know, it's a whole lot going on when it comes to that. So we're not going to get too deep into it today, but 
with the spirit of Valentine's Day. Thank you, Imani, for being here to talk about your romance journey and how you guys are coming to Union this year. And we can follow and watch along and get some tips from you of how we can build our empires with our love of our lives, too. <laughs> yes, thank you again for having us. And anybody can follow me on Imani T. Williams on Instagram. Let me get that up for you. I thought I had made a ticker for you. Let's see. It's like Monty T. Also, if you are interested in Airbnb or any in property investment, you can follow me on my other Instagram, which is hosted by excellence. All right. Yes. Follow Imani. Get in touch with her if you want to learn more about um, Airbnbs and um, get some mentorship about vending machines, Airbnbs, all types of long-term investments that can bring some more income into your household, as well as follow along as her wedding journey as she yes. plans her wedding with David Delgado. So keep in touch with her online. You can see her tags down below. And again, thank you for talking with me. Bye. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, girl. Bye. (laughs) Yes, guys. So that was awesome. We had Imani here. Um, I've been so excited to talk to her about this. I'm loving the direction of where she's going with her business. Now that her and David are getting married, it is just such a beautiful thing. I remember when, um, he first started working with her and, you know, they were starting from the ground up building props by themselves together while she rents them out. So that is the beauty of a heart of a hustler. When you can find somebody that helps you build your empire from the ground up, you don't have to worry about them coming in once you've done all the hard work. You know, they put that work in with you. You know, he's in the gym shooting with her, okay? So he deserves his props too. Just as much as she's my friend, they are both people that I admire and I adore and I'm happy to call them friends. So a part of this Valentine's Day, I wanted to include you guys to talk about that because this week I'm going to be talking about duality. I'm going to be talking all about balance, yin and yang. Balancing your energies within yourself is so important. It's it's very vital to self-care, self-awareness. Everything that's going to help you understand where you're going, understand your journey so that you, you can have a plan and you can actually date people with intention, um, build plans with clarity. So like when you're dating and you're out here meeting people, pay attention to not only the energy that you're putting out, but the type of energy that's going to be needed to complement you. But first, before you can think about the energy that you're putting out, you have to be aware so that you can know what type of energy you're going to need to build the life that you want. Because for me, for instance, Like Imani said, I understand that the life that I want is going to make me be very busy. I'm not going to have time to be around my kids and be the stay-at-home mom that would be ideal in a traditional world. But we're in 2022. Women are building empires along with their men, their kings. And we are going to have to do something about these childhood and these household chores. So um, learning to outsource with other people, other 
businesses such as chefs or cooks or cleaners or plumbers, handymen, things to do things around your house so that you can spend more time on making money and spending time with your family, things that really matter. Leave the fixing to the people who are professionals. Leave all that gender roles to the businesses that hire people based off their skills. If you're able to in your relationship, do it and it works for you guys and you're not sacrificing any time, money, effort, or happiness, by all means, do that. But the ultimate goal should be to live a lifestyle with somebody that balances you out so that your day-to-day life is balanced and whole and you can live happily ever after. (laughs) It is true. You can live happily ever after when you find somebody that fits like the puzzle piece and compliments you in a way that helps you become the best version of yourself when you all are together. So, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Thanks for joining me here. I know it's Wednesday. I hope you guys are still celebrating Love Day. Love is still in the air. And most importantly, it's Black History Month. So, we want to celebrate Black love, Black excellence, And let's strive to be better than traditions. We have to set the new traditions, the new standards in our community. And I, for one, am still a fan of Black love. I still believe in Black excellence and that we can do anything that we put our minds to. Energy, like we said, love is the purest form of energy. So let's spread more love. Let's put more positive energies into our interactions and in turn let's make society more equal thank you guys again for being here with me i'm going to make this a short show because we have so much more to talk about gender inequalities and gender wars but i don't want to talk too much about that today today's valentine's day and i hope you guys get this message and receive it so that you can find your perfect match see you guys next time bye